Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome new listeners to the Todd Glass Show. Before we get going, here's some stuff you should know. To tell if it's a bit or the truth from Todd. If he says potato salad or swear to God. Those expressions are comedic, little darling. If Todd means the truth, he always says to George Carlin. And on the topic of bits, let's erase any doubts. Todd's almost always joking when he says, edit it out. The intro goes long, cause Todd's so big hearted. Other podcasts end before his get started. The intros are recorded on a phone, but don't worry. The audio of the show is at a higher quality. You know the Podcasters Association. Voted the Todd Glass Show with number one. So welcome to the show. Hey. Right? How you doing? Jay Larson is our guest today. Oh, by the way. On November 29th, he's shooting his hour special at the El Rey. That's where I shot my special. His is September 29th, 7.30 and 9.30. Tickets are on his uh, site. Of course, they're free. He was a great guest. We had a great time. Me, Eric, Aristotle... John Brand Wagner and uh, Duncan and it was a big fun blubbity blubbity blah and then uh, we did an after show but it's going to be for next week because I'll be in Philadelphia for Thanksgiving alrighty so next week the show will be well you'll you'll figure it out 
I'll do an opening. Sure I will. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Happy Thanksgiving to Joe and his lovely family. I also want to wish Joe's uh, car, his Mercedes station wagon, Happy Thanksgiving. It's always been so nice to me whenever I'm there. All right. Well, snap out of it. Sometimes you just got to snap out of it. (laughs) And sometimes it's deeper than that. But sometimes it's not. Snap out of it. All right. Um, You're great. You're nice. You're kind. You're special. You're handsome. You're attractive. You're pretty. Your insides are beautiful. Your outsides are great. The whole goddamn package is awesome. Alrighty, here is the show. Did I include everything? I think I did. Alright, bye. Now entering Nerdist.com We're very excited. Jay Larson is here, but let's open up the show right. We have a little thing for him we'll play later. But let's maybe, in lieu of the energy in the world, this will be... God damn it, you can take your heads off if you want to. from Trap Fest. It's a fact that people get lonely. Ain't nothing new. Right. But a person like you should never have to lose. Let me help. We're going big. I've got two for me. Let me help. It would sure do me good. Do you good? Let me help. Two, two, two. Put some reverb in there. I got it. When I go to sleep at night, you're always a part of my dream.
Wow. JJ, every time you do it, I, you, man, I liked how you're playing. I gotta, I gotta set the visual. You're wailing away on that trumpet. On his other hand, this is Jack and Coke. It is very cool, very romantic, very uh, everything I like. I didn't even know it was happening. I thought it was just part of the song, and then you're like pointing, and I turn over, and yeah. I saw that, and I'm like, who is this Casanova? You didn't think that the, uh, you didn't think that the, uh, the trumpet was live in the room. No. And to George Caron, it is. But I think most people know that. JJ hasn't been here in a while. So are you still touring with that? Uh, who was the group I saw you on uh, Kimmel with? Uh, Tobias Josephine. Tobias who? Josephine. Oh, right, 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 right. That's who we saw. Okay. A lot of my friends called me. I said, well, call JJ. Tell him he was good. But they said, well, you tell him. You see him more than me. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, okay, everything's great. Jay, how are you? I'm, I'm fantastic, man. I'm I feel very comfortable here. Well, we're happy you're here. We're very happy you're here. I'm happy. I mean, wh- why don't we just play him in? Let's you know. Let's let's do it right. You know. Right. Uh, here comes uh, a Larson on here with Sideglass. You know the rating number one podcast. What? He's in the bar where the lights are down low. Uh. Jay Larson on the Todd Glass Show. I heard the episode last week loud and clear. Tom Martin, man of the year. You want a little smoke? I'll give you a little smoke. Is there any week? coming out of there? Jay Larson from the craft nah, Beast. Okay, let's <laughs> Jay Larson's here, everybody. Wow. It's exciting. You feel it. It's palpable. It's palpable. Okay, so let's set the mood. I'm a little choppy today because my lighting. There's a lot to do over here. People at home don't know. I got lights. I got I to gotta put on. Um, what else do I have to do? I guess that's it. That's the best thing about you <laughs> is that you have all the stuff that no one sees, but you still do it. It's theater of the mind. People have, see pictures online. So they know what it's like in here. Most people do. Maybe I should add that. Jingle Joe doesn't need any more work. A description. You're watching. Now, maybe I should just have a voiceover guy. Picture this studio. A bubble machine. A smoke machine. We could live stream more. That's what we'll do. Well, you know, that's a good idea, too. So, all right, so let me take a deep breath because we have nothing to do. I'm going to take my jacket off. JJ, that was great. Wow. I, you know, I, my dad played trumpet and my brother played trumpet. I love the trumpet. It's 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 my favorite instrument, and and you know people go, I get you can't play the trumpet. What trumpet? You can't. I mean, I've been ha- I'm having a trumpet in my life you actually can't. right now. We're trying to figure it out at home. I get why people sometimes go between guitar and piano. Guitar, it's easy to carry around. You can show up. You can have fun with it. Although we did learn a long time ago at at um at a at a campfire situation, uh, do not pull out your guitar and play originals. Because it's boring. Nobody wants to hear People it. want to hear songs they can sing along with. We had a guy do that. Boy, that was a lot of fun. Um, so, uh, but, but without... What but, if you but, hand out, like, song sheets ahead yeah, of time? Guys, okay. if you just, just work these for a bit, guys, and then we're going to do these at Marshmallows, you know? You email everybody... Ahead of time. Ahead of time, so they have to go. Or everybody but one person, so he's not singing, like, oh, you're not a fan of Todd's music? No, that's oh, fine. Oh, makes them look bad. Yeah. Everybody's singing along. Oh, you don't like what I do? Oh, well. sorry. These guys are big fans. They've been to my show at Cafe Del Rey. So, so Jay, was that the... Uh, the uh, Joe said that he did that because that was the opening to your show, it, yeah, that's the opening to the crowd. He did a good job, Joe. We're very proud of you. You really do. Uh, you do great work. <laughs> He's sitting in Portland right now with a beer bottle. Um, so anyway, 
Hold on, hold on. I want to go. Okay, so uh, JJ is here, hasn't been here a while. Duncan is here. Aristotle is here. Now, Aristotle, before we get going, he's a real producer. Some producers, he sits behind a glass booth mm-hmm. because he's real. Other shows, I don't know. I guess the producer sits at the table. We have a guy. Sure, he's behind a glass booth. He Why? Puts it <laughs> sure, sure. Well, that's a professional show. He's behind a glass booth. That's sure. fantastic. Um, and he plays the drums. He does play the drums. I know. He's very... And his name is his name is Aristotle. Are you shitting me? How lucky are we had to have him here every week. You can take that. You can take that glass thing down. Now that bit's see, it's a one thing bit. John Brand Wagner, he is a great energy on the show. Eric Olson is here. Duncan Carey's here. Jay Larson's here. Okay, got all that shit out of the way. Um, can I tell you something? Um, apologizing to your children. Mm-hmm. We just came up sideways as we were getting ready for the show tonight. Apologizing to your children. Yeah. Gets you so much uh back. Oh yeah. When you when you apologize, it makes them know that oh you aren't you're for real. You're not just this person that is always right. Especially if you have to discipline them and then after say why and Well yeah, that's how always hard a, that was. I actually I mean I apologize to my son and he's two and a half. <laughs> you know, I'm serious. I'm like, hey, buddy, I'm sorry. I was out of line. I shouldn't have done that. You know. And he, oh, that's right. Because you know what? You know what's so funny? You start instilling you, it early. When you're not around kids, you two and a half. You think, oh, that's they're not even talking yet. But then you remember, oh no, two and a half. They concept. But he doesn't know what I mean. I also carry him to his room at night, and I go, I want you to take risks when you're when you're older. I want you to fail. <laughs> oh. I want you. I want you to know that I'll always be right. And he's just looking at me like, what the fuck are you talking? Hold on. About? You know what? Tell that story maybe with a little bit of this behind you. I'm starting to score my show. What do you do? What do you say? Like if I'm walking well, guess- all of them? You fuck it up one more time, oh you're out of here. God, come on, Just like, what is this? What is this, Christ. a shit show? Is this a shit show? When I want soft guitar music to come, just... Go ahead. I just want you to know, buddy, that you can do anything you want to do, and if you want to take risks, you take risks, and don't ever be concerned if you're going to be good or bad. You just do it and know that... I'll be there, Mama's going to be there, and your little sister River's going to be there. Because I said, hey, little Reedsy, you can take a risk tonight. Hey, little Reedsy, you got strong might. Hey, little Reedsy, going to the top of the mountain. What is your to son's the name? Mountain. Uh, Reed. Reed, that's a great name. Um, so, yeah. That was not, can we let everyone know that was not planned? That's just, I naturally go into song. <laughs> well, we could give you a little. Would you like to try that again? And then JJ no, I, tried, I did it. A little Didn't trumpet, you? a trumpet. No. You wouldn't want some trumpet. I don't know if trumpet fit in that song. You sure? We'll, we'll do we a different try one. Let's do a different. Kind oh, you want to? You want to? You want to do a different one? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see. And then and and, uh, and what's the song for? Can you put him in the house? Maybe it's a song you sing to him when he wakes up. All right. How about a song when I'm like upset with him? Oh, I don't want to hear that okay. song. Okay, all right. But can I? Oh, the apology thing. Too so real. obviously, we know when you're kid, when you're right, and most of the time, when it comes to disciplining your children, if you're a well, a sane person, you're going to be right most of the time because you are. You're an adult, and you're usually instilling, "Don't do this" or "Don't do that." And but when you can find times, of course, you can. My dad did it to me once that I can remember. That's not what brought it up today. But God, did what it, to you? It, uh, he apologized. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, one time that I remember very specifically, and he gave me a watch of his that I used to borrow all the time. He came in my room, and he's like, look, your parents aren't always right. And I was like, that, it got me choked up, and I was only in, like, ninth grade. I, ch- I got choked up that he was apologizing to That's me. That's amazing. I, it was, like, almost awkward, but I remembered it. I love a lot of things about this. One, I have two watches, and I say to my wife all the time, I'm like, 
I go, I got a new leather band for one of them. I go, because go, she, she goes, why are you getting a new band? That one's fine. I'm like, because I want to wear them out because Reed's going to want to borrow this when he's in high school. She goes, you think so? I'm like, yeah, and my boots and my overnight bag. Like, that's the kind of shit he's going to be like, hey, all the guys are going away. Can I take your leather bag? And I'm like, yeah, you can take it. <laughs> Can't wait for that. I'm setting up for it now. Oh, I love it. I think comedians... Well, I don't know. I was going to try to make a generalization. I didn't have a dad. That's where it comes from. But I will tell you this, uh, JJ. My um, my dad took trumpet lessons from this guy who was in the Boston Symphony. And when the guy died, he left his trumpet to my dad. And it was made with, it was set up to be three pitch, like a C, a D, and a B trumpet. It had all extra tubing in it. Wow. Anyway, pretty dope story. Wait, you said that again. I, was, I wasn't paying attention. Well, hold on. Let me get this out of the way. It's always better to be in the present. Are there two guitar betting songs? Oh, this is the, uh, you save the other one for when I sing. Uh, now it's a little tease. And John Brand Wagner, are you okay? Oh, Yo, you're going to sing? <laughs> I told him I'd rather the bit be when I want to sing. It used to be that Jake used to say, oh, you know, he didn't want me to sing. But then we switched the bit to everybody wants me to sing. And even though I know it's part of the bit, they, they, I, it, I, I'll take it. Do you, yeah. But do you really want me to sing, everybody? Yeah, are you going to do it now? Yeah. Well, I can't do it now. I would love to be blessed. No, Jay, are you just saying it? Because I feel like you're just doing it because now you know. I'm not. I do. You have a really good... I don't have... You know, oh, I mean... I never thought about it like that. JJ, well, JJ... Hold on. Hold on. I'm not a moron. JJ has a very trained ear. JJ, do you really... No bullshit. Do you really think I have a great voice or something? Without a doubt, Todd. Wow. Okay, well, I will sing a little later. If it can, can it be your Christmas and birthday presents? Of course. <laughs> You're like, you motherfuckers. Hanukkah for me. <laughs> Hanukkah, Christmas, the whole deal. Um, so you're very hard on yourself when you don't get something right, and it makes me feel bad because when you, don't get, a, when you get a song. Yelling at him didn't help. Well, that's <laughs> part of the bit. I have to do something to get me out of the holy digs. <laughs> and we are going to get you a mic because I think you'll use it tastefully. But uh, right now we're right sure. now we just don't have it in the budget. We but don't. We'll, we'll get. We'll, we'll get there. <laughs> we don't have it in the budget. You make a horrible <laughs> excuse. Um, but you're doing a great job, John Brand Wagner. You do a great job. We're happy to have you every week. As far as I'm concerned, we're lucky you came aboard because you're great. You're you're awesome. So pop. There you go. Are you? Uh, what's your son's middle name? Uh, it's Joseph. Joseph, why? So Reed, my grandfather was Bill Reed, mm-hmm. and so we named him Reed. And then my father-in-law is Joseph, so we named him Reed Joseph. And you said your dad used to play the trumpet? Yeah. And what was the story you told J.J. about uh, which part? My dad played trumpet. My mom and dad were both music majors in college. That's how they met. And my, Wait my, a second. That, that's how they met? Yes. Only direction. One of them, I asked. I'm gonna re- play that. Like you can play it till I have to say, "All right, enough already." Well, not then. Yeah, no. I mean, that's a little too soon. You don't want to be obnoxious. So anyway, I genuinely want to hear the story because I interrupted you the first time. So your dad, you told him about it's the story involved a reed, and that's the thing you you. This you, is uh no, this is a different grandfather. Oh. This is my grandfather Larson Loring. He was a Loring. Anyway, he used to play trumpet, but he my grandparents had this house in uh, Essex. And our, the neighbor was, played in the Boston Symphony and got my dad trumpet lessons with a guy in the Boston Symphony because my dad was really good. And when that guy died, he had had this trumpet that was had extra tubing. It had, like, enough, what is it, C and D trumpet? Yeah. And uh, so it was extra tubing. Instead of having needing three trumpets, he could do it all from one, and you just have to switch. I don't know what it did. But uh, when he died, like, the first chair trumpetist from, like, across the country were calling his 
wife for that trumpet, but he to left it, it to my dad. Yeah. So is your dad who has it now? I think my dad hawked it. My dad was an antique oh. dealer. That thing. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Look at John Bram Wagner. Um, he uh, sold it to Branford Marsalis. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, the, we were because because I'm professional. And I want people to be proud of me. Mm-hmm. So back to the instrument. Trumpet is my favorite instrument. It, oh, it, I love it. You don't hear it all the time. It, it, there's not. Let me tell you something. You don't hear it enough. I don't like that it has the word Trump in it. Well, that is one bomb. <laughs> when it uh, when. Um, when someone's playing the trumpet, especially when they're you know good, like when they're like JJ, uh, it, there's not a. I like to say there's not a crevice in the room that's not filled with trumpet. Like yeah. you could be playing another instrument. Oh, it's over there. You know, no, it's under the seat. It's over there. It's behind. It fills every. It that. Oh, that's why when I have, well, it's I'm, also if you miss on any note on the trumpet, you hear it. There's no, you can't it. hide with a trumpet. You know, what I mean, you can hide with a sax, losers. losers. But you can't. Yeah. Boo sax. Uh, what, would you mind if I started playing my sax? I, 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 and I'm not good, but you know you can hide. Why, why are you booing me? It's bo- no, I, I, let me just get my sax out of the case. Let me get my reed wet. Let me oh, get my reed. Oh, wait, wait, my friend wants to get his reed wet. Can you be patient? Can you? Can you? Can, oh, my, 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 my. well, hold on. My friend has his. I just. I thought I'd play Johnny of a clarinet. Do you like? Oh, boo. Do you like reed? Wait, be nice. My friend plays the clarinet. He's great. Oh, come on. Let him play clarinet. Hey, hey, uh, anybody mind here if I play a little trombone? Are you crazy? Wow, wow. No, we don't like trombones. Trombone. <laughs> JJ knows. Wait a second. Do you mind if my friend JJ plays the trumpet? Hey! Yay! Wow. If I said play something Christmassy, what? You, and oh, I didn't ask God, you to do this. To us, yeah. What's the first thing you would do if I said, could you play something Christmassy? My, 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 I, I need, uh, uh, we need Christmas in the air. What what's uh, how about Frosty the Snowman? Da 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 da. I bet JJ can get it. What this is a test. He knows that we this wasn't rehearsed. I mean, come on. Wow, I'll take it. I remember DC Improv. I was there one time. It was three o'clock in the morning. I was walking home back to the hotel from a bar, and there was a guy playing trumpet in the city of DC, and it was echoing through buildings. And I followed it to find him and gave him a five spot because it was just so awesome. It's it, it, around Christmas, going home. My favorite uh, time to be in DC is when it's brisk out at night, but where a jacket will have you comfortable walking That's around at night. Yeah. That way, if you see somebody like that playing, you know, whatever, you're, you're walking down the street, you can take in the. Uh, you know, you know what? One time in New York City, I don't have a winter jacket. One time, one time, I don't have a winter jacket. I wear layers if I have to, because you know we go from the car to the comedy club, basically, yeah. or the hotel. We're going, so I don't really. But I was staying at someone's house in New York, and they had um, tons of jackets and gloves and all that stuff you need. And it was cold out, but no wind, and I had never dressed right and walked around the city, and I loved it. It was so cold, but I had the ear things on. I had, mm-hmm. I was walking around the brisk, cold city. Back then, I smoked cigarettes, and I would smoke cigarettes. Oh, we were having, that's the best. having coffee. Ooh, I smoked cigarettes. Well, I didn't know if that's... Oh, so cool. Hold on. Let me go take a smoke break really quick. I think you're making... 
I think you're overreacting, everybody. Well, that's not even, that's not trying to be cool. Once in a while, I like a cigar. <laughs> I don't, well. I'm not. Well. What was that song I was singing in the house that I was trying to get you to guess? Can you can you hum? Can you do a little bit? I said, well, I said, will you be able to? What's the matter with you? And then you're one, and you're nowhere to go. Right. Put a little reverb in there. So we honestly didn't know the song. I said, John, if I told you just that, would you be able to find it? And he says he did, but it was like, what's the matter with your heart and your mind and your... You did. You just took... Yeah, that was what You did the good part. You did... Come on, and then we're going to give it a little love now. I don't know. Come and get your love, come and get the love now. Oh. Is that I, it? I know. Do you I have know. it? Assuming Did this you get is the song it, you think it is, I know exactly what Oh, he wrote it down. I thought he got it. I said, get it. He, he wrote it down. Anybody can write it down. See if you can find it. You, that's old school Google right there. Just did write you write it down? Write it down. <laughs> and then ask people, do you know what this is? No? Next one. Do you know what this is? Come and get your love. Come and get your love. Come and get your love now. By Redbone. Redbone. And your body and your nowhere to die and your hand and your God and your come and get your love. See how I made it work? Can you put some reverb in everybody's mic? What? John, you found it. Till we get to that part. Come and get your love now. Come on, girl. Come and get your love. Come and get your love now. No, that's not it. 
You <laughs> son of a bitch. That is no, that's it. That's it. After all What that. year was that that come out? Wow. Can I guess? Yeah, let's guess. Let's guess. I'd like to make it a game. So this is a new segment we have. It's in reference to what you just said, Jay. Mm -hmm. What year was that song invented? Oh, look at you. You found it. What year was Come and Get Your Love invented? Okay, we're going to go around the room. Okay, so uh, what year was Come and Get... Well, I don't know if invented... It was definitely invented. Well, you're right. Did you say invented before? No, you said it. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, it was, inv- I guess, invented. But released? Uh, 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 released? Uh, yeah, released. Uh, Paul McCartney used to say John Lennon, oh, hey, listen to this song here. Justin. Yeah, he just <laughs> uh, invented a new song. Uh, wrote or p- published or sang by the first person where people fucking heard. Sorry for the language. Okay. Do, do you have an intro for this? Let me hear it. Okay. Do you want to go first? No, I want to go last. Okay, great. You get to because you're the guest. You know what it is. John, And we need you to project loud. I already know what it is. Oh, you know what it is. Aristotle. I have a little bit of, not trivia, but just a fun fact. I went to the high school of the singer of Redbone. Who Whoa. did that? Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, that's right. Cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he had a small studio in his house. Well, everybody, pardon me. Oh, the, the Aristotle's here. Can we play the entry music for Aristotle, who lived next to the guy, the presidential theme? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Aristotle, who knew the guy who went to the school of the person. I made it work, even though I forgot all the facts. So if I get this wrong, it's just really bad on well, me. But I'm we, going to say 1972. 1972? I think you're probably in the right area. Duncan? 1974. Did you want uh, intro music? Would you like a hint? Um, uh, no, no, no hints. Yes and yes. Could I actually give it to me? Can I take back my answer? <laughs> no. Yes. Oh, you can. Think, yeah, you want intro music? Okay. Can you get some intro? First, yeah. And now, guessing what year this song was first recorded. The intro music helped, 1975. Okay, and Aristotle, you said what year? 74? 72. 72, 75. Uh, JJ? I'm going to go with 1971. 1971? Here's the hint. No, well, the why, 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 I'll tell you why, because then they're going to say it's unfair that they get a hint and oh, we don't. Yeah. Well, nobody's going to know the hint. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, great hint then. Either way, I don't like this hint. You say, go ahead, go, what is it? The hint? Yeah. The B-side is day-to-day life. Day to day life. Actually, could you give him some intro music? You want some intro? Go ahead. What was the the B side to come and get your love? The B side was day to day life. Okay, so I'm going to guess next. Come and get your love. Can you put some reverb in it so it helps me think? Come and get your love. 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 God damn it, it's hard. Oh, sorry. You want another hint? No, 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 no more hints. No, 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 no. Um, I take this seriously. Um, I'm gonna say sixty-eight. Oh, okay. So no, no, seventy-two. I'm gonna go seventy-two. And I'm not final answer. Do you know what you just did? You set up a play and then called timeout when you saw what the defense did. You saw me react and you're like, "Oh, maybe you're right. You're this. right. 60. I'm just kidding. Take sixty-eight. But this is why. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is what I was thinking when I heard it. You remember the movie Shag? 
Uh, yeah, I do. Great movie. I loved it. Took place in the 50s, and I'm like, oh, man, this song would have been great in Shag, but then I'm like, oh, this wasn't written in the 50s. But you know what? Sometimes you go back and you hear songs from the 60s, and you have an idea of what the 60s music sounded like, and you realize late 60s is really early 70s, so I'm saying 1969. Okay, so get that ready. Are we, are we ready with the answer? Can Hold on. Some intro music? Well, I have this intro music. Oh, wait. We have to keep people suspended. Can you eliminate one person that is definitely not going to win? And it could be me. I'm, I have a feeling it is. That's why I want to just get it out off the, off the table. Okay, you're out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. It was 68. No, no. Okay, so I said 68. Okay. No, uh, you said uh, 72. Well, we went well, with Aristotle 68. Aristotle said it first. Aristotle said oh, 72. Okay, cool. Who else is out? And then after that, we just announced the winner. Oh, wait. Do you want intro music to who's out? The next person. Wait, what is the most suspenseful moment in podcast history? What did you say? I said 1969. Uh, You're out too. Whoa! Didn't like the way he said it. I know he's still a guest. I'm the guest. Okay, so who 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 is the right person? John Brand Wagner. What did you say? He didn't. He knows. knows. Oh, because he knew. Because he knew. And I appreciate you being honest. What? A lot of I know Jake Adams. He would. He would. Uh, nah, it's a horrible time for that. <laughs> what did you say? Okay, the, hold on. The hold winner. On. Oh, whoa! The winner is. Can I get us some intro? Wait, what about Aristotle? What about when he guessed? He said seventy-two. So he's so he, the so, winner of. So we have Aristotle. Was, <laughs> come and get hold your on, love hold invented. On. Aristotle was seventy-two. Duncan was what? Seventy-five. And then JJ. Seventy-one. Uh, who who won? What year was it? What year was it? What year was it? 1974. What? Duncan wins. Do you want to make a speech? And make it nice. Remember, there could be some family in the audience. Um, wow, like I oof, I didn't prepare anything for this, but I did want to thank... Um, <laughs> <He> did. <laughs> Well, I have this list here that I always have on me of people I would need to thank in case I need to thank someone. Can I get some intro music? No, that's your walk-off music. You went over. Thank you very much. This was his first award. Wow. <laughs> we have another game, which I think you'll like, because you seem to like games. I love games. Oh, what did you want to say before the show started about how the podcast studio smelled? Oh, I take it it's a compliment. <laughs> it smells amazing, but it smells like... Uh, uh, a, a cabin? Yeah, but it's better than that. Wow, I like it. Have you ever more. been to, um, it's in uh, Santa Barbara. It's like an old post office spot in like the mountains, and it's a restaurant now called Cold Springs Tavern. And where's this at? In Santa Barbara. It's like way out in the middle of nowhere. You would think you're just driving down into the woods, and that's all that's there. But anyway, this it smells just like that in here, and this is, it's an amazing spot. You should go. Well, you could I, also go to the old place that's like in the Malibu Mountains, which is really Agora Hills, but... You know, sometimes it's amazing what you can do when you really want to, like, act like you're somewhere. Well, not, I don't mean different, like California's bad at all. Just you get, you know, you want something a little different, like where there's a diner. To just drive down Sunset Boulevard and, um, and not Sunset Boulevard, where, where it turns into a... PCH? PCH. Yeah. Jesus, how did you even know that's what because I meant? Because I, I mentioned it, referenced Santa Barbara. Okay. I know where you're going. And, like, and you just drive down there, and you make a right, and you drive into a few places, and there's a diner yeah. where there's an old... Like, Crab Shack and yeah. an old surf house, yeah. And, and, and it's just like, you can feel like you're in the middle of nowhere. That's why I thought, to tell you the truth, if I ever rented a home and wanted people to... 
partake in it one Christmas, I wouldn't go that far because you don't need to go that far to have a completely different atmosphere. You can go to Big Bear. You ever gone up to Big Bear well, for I Christmas? Well, I used to have a, 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 a place in Lake Arrowhead, which I just Whoa! I know, I know, I know. I got a place. I needed chains on my tires. You did. You're a lake. Guys, come on. Oh, does it make you feel any better that I had to rent it when I wasn't using it to cover the mortgage? So, what? How's that a brag? extra money. No, that's not a brag. That's me being honest. You guys are... You guys, that's, I think Eric's trying to make it a, a fight almost. <laughs> a lot of money coming in, and um, I guess it's a good spot to be in because I have my day-to-day job, but at the same time, I'm also making money without technically really doing anything other than <laughs> having access to this uh, square footage of land. Wow! Well, I think you're trying. I think it's not that big of a deal. Um, I, I want to know if you have something like this. He he used to know a guy that would sit at the bar and stir his, and it got me angry today thinking about it. I'm, I'm I'm so socially tolerant. I try to be. Let's put it that way. That came out like socially tolerant. You know what I mean? I try to like when when something's confusing. Instead of being, you know, like people that I get frustrated with, I try to be. You know what? I would say edit that out, but you know what I mean. Well, I'm about to insult myself, so it's okay. So with that, with the big things, I try to be socially tolerant. Is that the right expression? I don't know what socially tolerant well, means. When there's Are a, you saying you're, 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 when, you allow no, people to be themselves, Todd? Is that he, what you're saying? What he does is socially unacceptable. <laughs> okay, but, but let me first uh, clean up what socially tolerant meant to me. It means that when there's a group, uh, whether it's uh, someone that uh, feels they need to be heard, and I don't understand uh, whether to say with transgender, you didn't know whether to say she or he, you take a little time and learn. Take a little time and learn. Or it could be something as simple as um, – not, not as simple, but like when they wanted to change the logo to the, to the, uh, to the uh, Redskins. Like most of the time I just, yeah, do a little work, do a little education. You'll end up not being one of those people that goes, ah, come on. All of a sudden it bothered you. No, it always bothered uh, people. But now they see they can have a voice. So they see someone else get some rights they deserve, and there's another group going, wow, I, I, I could be heard like that too because I got something. So anyway, I try to be aware of that. But in this area, I, this is all I wanted to say was I think I fall short because it could be something. And this guy bothered me because he used to, t- he used to stir his drink at the he bar. He always get uh, like a screwdriver, so they'd put the vodka and then the orange juice, and then he would take off his glasses and then stir it with the earpiece. Disgusting. Shut up. Yeah. He'd sit there with the earpiece, stirring it. And that's gross. And you got ear, ear dirt. Now it's in his drink. It's not in my drink, but it's, that's not normal. That's the type of thing you go, why is that bothering me? Why is that bothering me? It's not in my drink. Because now the flavor is in my mouth of your earwax. Go home. I don't even know what this guy looks like. I never met him. But him just telling me that story, eh, and so, wait, you think there's part of him that's doing that so people will be like, hey, man, and then he no, can get into it? No, I just think just he's think doing just... it. It doesn't bother him. He doesn't want to use his finger. I don't know. Yeah, that's that sounds disgusting. And then there's a guy at my gym that eats Doritos. I haven't seen him in like five months, if I had to guess. He eats Doritos, and then he licks his fingers clean in the dry sauna up to his knuckle. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? What are you doing bringing food into a sauna? Well, thank you. That's the, that, that alone. There's I, no sign? 
No, it says don't spit, don't uh, don't don't pour uh, water on the rocks. Don't water, but doesn't say don't cool ranch pass them around. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, it just reminds me of that guy. What are you licking your hand? That guy, which that that explains the fist bump. But he does it with every drink. So they'd even give him his cocktail with a straw in it, and he'd take the straw out and put it on the napkin. Oh. The glasses off. Just sit there stirring his drink. Oh. <laughs> Ew, and I'm, I'd be the other end of the bar. I never saw that guy do Eric. That's Eric's story. But if, if I, yeah, I do it all the time. Then he'd probably drink it. Oh, it's delicious. How do you stop someone like that? You just have to confront them. Not enough people say things to people. I don't think you can. You know what? I have a theory on that. Just get up and go to the other end. Well, I got a a new thing. I was on the plane. I traveled a lot last week, and I was on the plane. In one flight, someone was farting nonstop. And my whole thing, my next time is going to be, I'm going to make a sign, and I'm going to stand up within my section and just stand up and show everyone, be like, if you're the person farting, please stop. You stink. And that's it. I am. By the way, it's it's obviously whenever you're talking about this subject, it could be led to think that it's a, a you know it's it's about farts. But and I hate that I hate that word by the way. Fart, but I but know. What I want to. I'm traveling by myself sometimes. I literally want to go. All right, you can't do that. You yeah. can't do it. And once I try to go, all right, maybe. But then you no, know, and you're right. How do you say to you know everybody, whoever it is, uh, compassion? I know it, but no, go to the bathroom. You can't just sit there and put that into the air. And I guess what? I always think I think I find the wrong people, and that's where I'm unfairly judgmental. I look around. I go, oh, I bet it's you. No, it isn't. No. I bet it's you. You sit there with the shit flying out of your ass. And it might just be some woman. You it know, could like, be you're anybody. It's some big dude. I'm, I'm thinking, telling you. you I, I make do. Make a little I... sign and then put it on, like, hang it from, like, you know, the overhead. Now, would you really people... do that? I'm going to do it. Tell me what you and would write. And this is why, because we don't, and we let it go, and then people stir drinks with, with glasses, and they just <laughs> keep farting, because no one says anything. Let me, okay, let me ask you this. How do you... No, no bit. No bit. Yes. No bit. What would you write on the sign? Would you try not to wor- write I the would, F word? I would definitely not write the F word. I would, you write, I would whoever's say, doing whoever that. Whoever is passing gas, please stop. It stinks. Go to the bathroom. And oh. How about whoever's passing gas... Please keep it in your ass. <laughs> I, I like the effort right there. And, and the rhyming. I'm always a big fan of rhyming. Oh, I didn't know it rhymed. Whoever's. Can you put some reverb in there? Maybe if I had a little trumpet, I can have a song. Whoever is passing gas, please keep it in your ass. Passing. Uh, maybe. I don't know. That was. So- Ooh. So back to the serious conversation. Yeah. Well, it, it is, but you know what I mean? Not in a child of sense. This is a real problem that happens, and I never heard anyone talk about it. I'm always traveling by myself, and I literally think to myself, no, no, you're not going to do that three times. You, Come oh. on. <laughs> come on. It's so thick. It it's is. so thick, you disgusting. One, uh, just no. Who are you? Where are you? And you can't get away from it. And I tried, I was doing this, like blowing it out of, of my, yes. no. I'm afraid to move the air vent because they think it's you then. It's you, a very weird situation. It's horrible. It's a real problem. You know, Henry, Henry Phillips has a bit about a girl that it was just him and the girl. And she said, did you, F, I don't like that word. It's just gross. Did you pass gas? Did you pass gas? 
And, and Henry has to explain to her, no, you can't do that when it's only two people, because I know I didn't do it. You have to do that with three people, and maybe they don't know who the, the culprit, is that the right word? <laughs> of course. You can't just do it with two people. It's like Clue, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I was in the kitchen with the candlestick, and I, and I tooted. So that's what I, oh, it's so funny. Yeah, I thought, stop! Yes. On the treadmill, too, it happens at the gym. And I look across. I'm at the. Uh, there's one row of treadmills. I'm in, I'm on the elliptical, the treadmills, and I sometimes I try to pick who it is, and it's, I'm, I know I'm wrong, but I won't stop going. Yuck, you over there, you enjoying running sh- with shit flying out of your ass? I won't say the f word, but shit flying out of the ass. So to you're me. fine with that, yeah? Well, whatever the reason is, it, people know what I mean at home. They have things like that. I hate that other word. It's like gross. Like some people don't like when you say like moist panties or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I could do without that too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, it gets me horny. <laughs> but fart, no. Ugh. People know what I mean. There's someone going, I know what he means. We say toot. When you have kids at home, you say toot. Me. I mean, can I tell you something I have right now? And I don't know what you call this. I don't like um, cords that have no. Uh, like, if there's an extension cord and I have it in the house and I want to take a computer and I need the extension cord, if it's pulling through the air, if there's no drape in the, in the extension cord, I won't, I won't like it. So, like, when there's a microphone here and it's, there's a hole in the table and the cord's coming up from underneath, when the cord just looks like it's going diagonal from the back of your mic, like, there's not enough slack in but it. But you have no problem with there being a collection of cords under the table to the point you can't put your legs extended? I'll tell you why I don't have a problem with that. And you, <laughs> you got a lot of fucking nerve, you, Mr. Larson. You got a lot of goddamn nerve. This is driving me up the goddamn wall now. Can you do, do I'll, me a favor? I'll fix it in the break. Watch this. We'll, we'll, oh. No, then your Ooh. microphone's sideways. I'll get a piece of tape. Uh, for people, fix now, do break. you see anyone about this? Hold on. For people that are listening, for people that are listening, which is most people, um, <laughs> the, 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 there's, a, there's the microphone, and then there's the cord that goes through a hole in the table, and there's, there was no slack in it. Now there's a little slack in it. It just looks like it's not right. So it, it bothers me. Do I see anybody for this? I'm very professional. I'll answer all your questions, and I'm, I'm, I think I'm doing a great job today. Um, is it OCD? Is it control? Well, is no, it no. Control. Here's, here's what my brother said, and he's a teacher, and he does look for this type of behavior. He goes, there's no doubt you have some, yeah, some things. But everybody does. The, the problem is at what ratio do you have it? Yeah. That's why people, you know, I don't want to be one of those people, like, when I hear people talk about Asperger's, there's some things that I go, wow, that really connects. But you don't have, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be like, oh, my God, I have... No, but there are some things that I connect with, even though I probably, you know, he goes, how many? If you have 15, do you have 10 of them? Do you, if you have one, so, so the answer to that question is, yes, I definitely have some tendencies. But he goes, you know, and it made me feel good. He goes, you get to a place of calm. Like, I, I saw you have a party, and you had people at your house, and there was things going on, and you have to, even though I have, I, in my head, I think, yeah, but I have it incredibly organized. Like, I have trash cans everywhere, too many of them. I have light switches taped. I have everything. I don't have a lot of liquor. You know why I don't have a lot of liquor at a party? First of all, if you have friends that drink, I get it. You have to have it. I, I understand. Mm-hmm. I'm not suggesting everybody does this. Most of my friends are pot smokers, so it's easier. They bring their own pot. They tend to bring their own candy. Uh, you don't really need a lot. <laughs> if you just give them a nice atmosphere, they'll show up and they won't complain. Give them some music and, and nice atmosphere. But the reason the liquor, if you have people that drink a lot, you have to have orange juice, and then you have to have this, and then you have mixer, and then you have the shaker. And if you go outside and you come back, there could be shit all over the kitchen countertop. Yeah. So I have one big bottle of Jack, besides pot, I have a big bottle of Jack, and I have some Cokes in the refrigerator, 
and a bottle of tequila sometimes. That's it. Two bottles. That's the liquor for the night. Mm-hmm. So that area stays pretty organized because I so uh, so basically what you're saying is you'd rather limit the enjoyment of the party to make keep up the cleanliness. <laughs> you know what? You come to my house, I'll make you a Negroni. Hey, watch uh, your mouth. Pe- you no, that, that, that's not a nice word. No, I'm just listening. I, I heard what you meant. I saw two Negronis walking down the street the other day, and I thought to myself, what has this town come to? Here's what I would suggest. That I'm not ruining their fun. I am just... People still have Limiting a Limiting their drink choices. First of all, but yeah, you, and I get it, and it sounds good the way you say it to mm-hmm. make it sound like I'm not having a nice party. I'll give you an but orange twist. Pe- people still... <laughs> <laughs> want an orange twist? I got it. Hey, I'll give you a round ice cube. How do you fucking like that? Oh, you want a round cube? <laughs> yeah, you want you a fucking it. round ice cube? It's an orb. Oh, excuse me. Go have your orange twist. I got Jack you, Daniels you want and your, round ice cubes you want and your Coca-Cola in You want your box. Jack and Coke over a round ice cube? <laughs> you do. Oh, it's crazy good. You, you, and I know you know it. See, I, I know, know too much about you. But I'm, what I'm saying to you is you use you, those round ice cubes to have over like a classic cocktail or to have a drink on the rocks. Yes. Not an and drink. What do you mean by that? Uh, and Jack and Coke. J- uh, you don't vodka think that's, and tonic. You don't think that's good with a round ice cube? Be honest. I'm sure. It's, the, the ice cube's not going to matter. Well, it, it, it does. Presentationally? It's, it's more romantic. It yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it, it looks cool. It clinks a little differently. So, um, no, you're where not Where do you stand on anybody. stones? What? So, no, you're not seeing anybody. What does that mean? About. The- oh! Oh, no. Oh! oh. <laughs> I'm not, but I would tell you what I do. I have my friend, almost Dr. Kevin Sousa, when I need help with how to deal with the situation. But you're not, you didn't ask me that, so let me not digress. Um... I feel I have it under control. Uh, I am able to function, and I feel like I have it under control. So if I couldn't get it under control, then I would see someone. When I say it's under control, if my friends are all okay that come here on a daily basis, it's really a matter of what they would say behind my back. I'm giving you the honest answer to George Carlin, and I would hope they would say this. Todd's definitely meticulous about a few things. If you sort of respect those things that that I feel I kindly ask, I don't make it look like you're wrong if you bring a bottle into my house that I don't like. I'm more like, oh, please don't hate me for this. And now the more my friends know me, they know what type of things I like. When, like, you know, I don't like people to put their keys on the dining room table. That's more of an aesthetic thing. I don't even know if I'm embarrassed to admit that. I don't think that's OCD. I appreciate the art of a cool-looking table. I like bottles out. I like glasses out. I like even by... um, I'll leave them out because that's the energy of the night. No, you have great taste. I really like um, aesthetically put things together. So I would hope my friends behind my back would say, you have to get used to some of his things, but overwhelmingly, it's a great energy when you go over his house. It's more more relaxing and more comfortable uh, 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 if you just uh, adhere to a few things. It's a good energy at his house. We're not (laughs) nervous around him. We're not uncomfortable at his house. If someone was a dear friend, maybe not right now, they would say, Todd, off the air, um, and I would talk about it on the air. Remember what you said on the podcast? Well, it's not always like that. Mm-hmm. Then I would then I would work to change it. But if everyone goes, no, we're all right. He's meticulous about certain things, but it works for us. Um, then I'm all right. But if it's if I'm not if I'm not having letting yeah. other people come to my house and enjoy themselves, then I would work on it. So yeah. that's why I don't. And they I mean, probably all just like just don't bring up the car key incident of 1987. <laughs> you know What's I mean? that? When someone put the car well, keys like on the ottoman by mistake. Can I tell you something? I always ask nicely, and I used to not be able to explain why that bothered me. Now I understand. Look, if somebody came into your house and you had artwork on the wall, mm-hmm. and for whatever reason there was a corner of the frame and they hung their keys on it. And then they put their wallet on top of it. You would think, oh, that's artwork. You're ruining it. I look at the table where everyone hangs out as something special that we don't take 
the clutteredness of the day. We don't put our keys in our gum. Oh, just throw life all over the table. I like business to be on the dining room table, even when friends are hanging out. Like I said, I like the beer bottles, empty glasses. If there's an empty bottle of, if we went through a bottle of wine, leave it out. That's the energy of the night. But I don't want tissues. I don't want gum. I don't want your phone. I can't. Because it, it's not aesthetically pleasing. I want it to look TV romantic. Like, make it look like that table's been used all night and there's soul. There's not a crumpled up Kleenex. Yeah. There's like not it. a cell phone. There's not gum. Your car keys. You're, yeah. d- are you shitting me? Yeah. So you, can you, can you, if you can deal with that, come on by. <laughs> <laughs> what are you like around your house? I, I know that we do have some things in common. I know you're meticulous about certain things, but what do you, do you have something at your house that you're just like very, like people would be. I kind of threw all that stuff out when you have kids. But I, I mean, dude, I have a 1950 something or 1960 mid century Dutch table that's gorgeous you know what i mean but it's like now we have kids now and it's just like you leave i I can't even keep up with it let me ask you a question you have to have a little bit of that in you because let me tell you something i I tried i just had to let go i mean i do was it hard to let go i just i just no i mean it took a while i was just like ah because i would like try and clean and then the next day it's just like it's there again and you know i love furniture and i love design and i like i love going to the farmer's market and coming home with a bunch of flowers and having flowers in every room in the house flowers are a funny thing it's it's probably even more than a plant there's something about cut flowers like when you're having company two places in a home and it like really but the thing with kids what you just said is one of the reasons look I think it's probably a very big reason that I don't have kids, that I'm able to look at that and go, I couldn't do it. I couldn't let go. Now, if I have my niece or nephew over, yes, I could handle that. Yeah. But I couldn't let go of, of having everything in control. And even if you're an organized mom or dad, my parents, my mom was very organized and my dad. They, were, they had it down pat, I think, when we were younger, how to raise kids. And my mom just knew how to just... Things ran smooth, yeah. you know, and um, uh, even that I couldn't do because you still have to let kids be kids. So that's one of the reasons. I don't know if I could let go of it. Uh, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know if I, if I could let go of it. Are you, are you, are you going to have more kids? No, no, two yeah. and done. Oh, you have that's two it. already? Yeah, two. Off, I got a boy and a girl. Off track a little bit because it has to do with, you know, asking you. I saw you on that show uh, where you go out and you buy a car. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you did is that true? Did you really get the car? No, I didn't. Oh, you didn't. No. But you you were leaning towards a Mercedes, a Ford. That's what I want. I want an old Mercedes, and that's what I told them when I went on the show and then they rolled in with like a Porsche and then like a station wagon and a two-door and I was like, "Oh, okay, I get it. You're making a TV show. I'm not going to buy any of these cars." What what I did like about that show uh, at least it, it was the, fun. The, the prices of the cars you were looking at were like doable for somebody it wasn't like a hundred thousand dollars you're like wow for at the prices those cars were it would have to be your second car there's no doubt about that i think yes when you when you even if it looks clean you know we get it it has to be your second car but the fact that you could get like what were some of the that was the whole point what were the 500 what was the name of the show that you were on it's car matchmaker spike ferenston who's a longtime writer on seinfeld right and i was doing a show on esquire at the same time so i thought oh this would be great if we do this show and i wanted an old mercedes and they brought me like a 1982 two-door mercedes which how much was that do you remember in the the yeah it was like 4500 or 4800 cranking engine the engine was gorgeous and it looked good yeah seat was ripped up in the front but it was great you know what i mean and then a station wagon Mercedes, like a 78. I love that. That's the one that I was, was hoping dope. you got. Yeah, but it's got the blue leather interior I'm not a fan of. Yeah. And then an 85 Porsche 911 that was like felt like you were inside a plastic toy inside. It was gross. And it which just, one did you pick? I picked the two-door Benz. 
because if I was going to have to buy one of those cars, that's the one I would buy. But right, right now, if I was going to buy a car, I, I want to get like a Grand Wagoneer, like an old Wagoneer. Did, did you? That's what I had. Oh, really? I don't know why I got so excited. Yeah, well, I, I mean, that's my favorite car of all time. Me too. And you know the last year they made those? Hold well, on. I can tell you. You can? I think so. Do you, do you want intro music? <laughs> sure. No, you're... This is a guess. And now, which year was the Grand Wagoneer, the one we know so well as the old-looking one? It looked like it was from maybe 1968, but in fact, it might have been a much more later than you thought it was. The Grand Wagoneer that you know, with the paneling and the white walls, maybe they came in a navy blue that was very popular. What was the last year that they made that car? Does anybody else want to guess? Okay, go ahead. You, you, go ahead. Yes, sir. My guess is 1992. Yes? Can I get intro music? Sure. Okay. I'm in a hurry. I don't think. Okay. It's 1991. 91. And it looked like it was from the 70s or the 60s even. Yeah, they rounded out a little more when the 91, 92, Tony LeMay had 92, they they didn't even round it off a little. They just changed it completely. Yeah. What 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 year do you am I right about that? I'm pretty sure it's yes, 91. Yes, but they brought it back for one year only in 1993. Wow. Yes. I won. <laughs> well, uh, uh, here, do you have any intro music for him? Okay. So, <laughs> so I had a 1990 when I was in. I, I bought it when I was in Reno, Nevada. The stupidest place to buy it. Which one rust. did you have? I had a white Wagoneer yep. with, with the, you know, the, uh, the tan interior. The, the but here's why I didn't mind giving it up. I put a lot of money into it, but mm-hmm. it was my only car. So if you add up what I put into it over 10 years, it was still cheaper than a car payment. And it was a lot of money, but figure out what a $350, $450 car payment is a month. And so even yeah. though I'd put like an incredible amount of money in the, over the years, it still is only good for a second car. Because yeah. the thing about cars that are not good when they go, oh, that, that's a bad car, I don't get that car. If you lease a car, every car is great for two, three years. Pretty much everything's going to work in a car for two, three years. So I always leased a car, so for you know, and, and nothing goes wrong. If you can afford it, that's why I always say, if I always tell people, if you can afford it to not have your car be the heartache of the day, the problem of the day, sometimes you can't. You know, you have an older car, you can't do it. But if you can, it's a nice thing to have, to know that whatever your troubles of that day are, everything's going to work in your car. Even if you go get a Jetta lease Especially for town. $199 a month, and you know that people go, oh, Jet, no, it doesn't matter what car. They're all good for three years, pretty much. Yeah. I know there's some car fanatic biting his hand right now. But you know what I mean. So I had the Wagoneer, but here's why I didn't mind when I – I was ready to get rid of it, and I, and I was like, it was stupid to keep it. I knew I could get around 12000 for it because I made the mistake of redoing the interior, and I took the, can- uh. the, the canvas out of the middle – of the, I made them all leather, and I put piping on them, brown piping. Yeah. So, some people would still look at it and go, it looked really cool. And I put Range Rover carpeting in it instead of the shag. Yeah. You know that, like, know Range shag. Rover carpeting? Yeah, yeah. that the, the mats are bound. They're piped. They're, they're, what do they call that? The, the pipe, I, the edging on them, the mats are perfectly fit in. And I should have kept, I should have gotten shag. Yeah. That, that's what the original was. So I want to do it again. I want to get the deep blue. And there's a place called Wagon Masters. Really, and that's all they have. And the, the a ninety one 
Look, I'd you expect can, you, that from the wagon master. Exactly. <laughs> I can tell you exactly how ding, much. Ding, you ding. can tell me the condition it's in. Okay, so you could go buy one uh, on the paper today, and I'm sure for 10000 or eight or f- six that looks pretty good. But these are sick in great shape. So like, they're like 44. Ridiculous. They max at 44. You could probably around you're, 26. You're, you're, you're right on. Yeah. I mean, you're, I look all spot the time. On. I always look. That's, what my, that's my hobby is looking up old stuff and seeing what I can get it for. I want someone to buy me one. I was hoping maybe. <sighs> I want someone to buy me one. You, you were like a musical like this, you know. <laughs> I wish somebody would buy me my favorite. No, I got tired of doing that. Buy right me one. Um, so that's the car. What color would you get? I like the silver with the red burgundy interior. You wow. know, the silver with the wood paneling. And would yeah. you go, would you, let me tell you something. I, I did some things to that car I, I hated and I fixed right away. Yeah. One of the things was, I don't know why, I, I wanted a lift on it. Not a lift uh, where would, it was yeah, like, lift. no, I took it right off. It was horrible. It yeah. springs and it was bouncing all over the place. It was the worst oh, thing I ever did. Boy, did I sweat over that bad investment. <laughs> um, but I would want, na- yeah, like I said, navy blue tan interior. Yeah, it's nice. We had so much. Driving that car. Oh, it's gorgeous. Was it's like driving a couch. It, and it made it like it was an event. Like mm-hmm. We would get in that car, six of us, and we would just take it to a place. And it put us in a good mood driving Yeah, there, man. You know? Oh. And the best feature is that back, like the the way way back. It's got the shag, but it's got those steel like uh, for luggage plates, so, so it doesn't yeah. ruin the oh, carpeting. Oh man, so wow. dope! Is the, you know what? Is there another car like that? Would you say that would be if if someone said we're going to surprise you with a, a car? Would that be it? What you just? I'd said? be very happy with that car. Yeah, but is, I would also like like a nineteen seventy Mercedes four door. Forest green tan interior would be dope, or even I'd go all the way up to like an '88 Mercedes four door. I oh. used to not relate with people that collected cars or anything. Now I don't think I'd have a hundred like you know maybe Seinfeld or Leno, but I I know that the ones that do it for me, and I guess it makes sense. They're the ones you remember from being in like you know seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth grade. Yeah, that's exactly. That's I would so definitely crazy. want a Ford LTD station wagon and a Lincoln Continental two door Mark V. Navy blue with the tan top. Have you been in the new Continental? No, why is it? A it's good? unbelievable. It's unbelievable. But I, but I wouldn't want that. I, I wouldn't either. But to get picked up in it and drive around, it's dope. You mean like it, I'm it, not a crazy car? You know, I've been driving a 2004 Explorer for seven years. I bought off my buddy at brunch for 1,500 bucks. You know what Tom Martin says? If you're driving anything more than a Camry, you're showing off. <laughs> well, <laughs> there's some truth behind that. Yeah. It doesn't mean you can't have another car, so relax. I don't want people to think, spanking kids, now we can't have a car we want. God forbid Todd finds out. We'd be in big trouble if he comes by our house. We got our bathroom lights lowered. What more does he want? He knows I put the keys on the table. He knows, like, <laughs> yeah, what, what the, just, I can't, can't uh, have a life anymore with him. I put him. the dish soap under the sink. Yeah, I put the dish soap <laughs> under the sink. Jesus, I don't have red mulch. Can I, can I... I hate red mulch. Of course you do. I hate it. Can I have a little uh, intro music? I'll talk about red mulch. <laughs> Admit it. It's not nice. Stop. Uh, people that have red mulch. Stop. Red Stop mulch it. and rocks. Cut it yeah. out. And why don't you throw some patchouli oil on? Come on. Stop it. All right. Enough with that. All right. So I want to take a deep breath. I want to be... Are you feel good? Feel great, man. Let me ask you a question. Is... Is your wife home? To, what's your wife's name again? Kate. Kate, is she home with the, the two kids tonight? Right now she is, yes. Does she ever, does she, do you I ever? I had to lie to get here. Why? What'd you tell Because I've been gone for 11 days. And I got home, I got home Sunday from eight days, and then I left Monday for San Francisco. Got back from San Francisco last night, so I've been missing dinner, 
bedtime, everything. Wow. And then when you said 6.30, I'm like, well, I don't want to miss Todd Glass's podcast. I've only been trying to do this for four years. So I was like, I didn't tell my wife where I was doing this, but I do have a show at 9. She goes, and she left the office today, and she's like, hey, uh, do you have a show tonight? I'm like, yeah, at 9. She's like, oh, but you'll be home for dinner? I'm like, yeah. She's like, all right. So I didn't even tell her. Then I waited till I was at school because I volunteered to go to the, the kid's school today and help give lunch. Took pictures of how cute he was, sent them, then go, oh, by the way, Todd Glass asked last minute if I could do his podcast. I'd love to do it. It would be great because, you know, the special. And she wrote back, oh, of course, babe. Of course you can. Aww. Went home at 5, prepped dinner, did baths with her, got their dinners ready so that when she got done with the bath, all the food was ready to go. And then I kissed them, kissed them all, boom, 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 and I'm out. I love it. So you're in a good headspace. <laughs> yeah, I'm great. I'm great. So, you know, that's something, and I will mention it on the opening of the show, yeah. but you're doing your one-hour special, and Steve Fine Arts is directing yep, it, right? Yep. Uh, and you're doing it. At, <laughs> uh, you're doing it at the the El Rey, the El Rey, which is which a great you, where, room, which is where you've shot before. Which yeah. was very comforting to know that you had shot there. It has a very warm atmosphere. Oh, they were wait. so nice. The can't energy wait. of the people that run that place was great. And Steve Finart's directing it. Yeah, and when do you? When are you doing it? November 29th. November twenty thirty and nine thirty. Two tapings on a Saturday night. Nope, it's a Tuesday. Tuesday night. I'm sorry, I just took for granted. So a Tuesday night. Uh, what's the date again? November 29th. 29th. So I always tell people on the show, you know what? If you just if you just say we're gonna go, just go. It's I really be a blast. mean no bullshit. It means a lot to me when somebody goes, "Hey, I did the show," and um, a lot of people from your show, a lot of people from the podcast came For up sure. to me afterwards. So um, it's oh, you take pride in your fans. Like same with the crab feast when. Our fans go to other people's shows and they tell us, like, oh, my God, I was in Omaha and all these crab feasts. It's the best. And you have great fans because you're a great guy. And you know what? First of all, thank you. I, I, instead of saying, playing, you know, one of my instincts are to go, oh, but I appreciate that. I was going to say the same thing about you the, uh, the last time that I did your show. I was like, well, all the, all the tweets were, you know, yeah, they were, they were kind and, yeah. and, uh, and they were nice. Uh, but hold on here. So this is all out of the way. The Doritos guy at the gym, I actually wrote that down. Apologize to your children. It means a lot. It'll buy you a lot. Todd, the so- okay, that's it. You also. Hey, hey, what's the matter with you? Hey, hey, Come and get your love. Come and get your love. Come and get your love now. <laughs> All right, so here's what we're going to do. Why? I wanted to get my mind off of. Uh, and we, I don't want to talk about it that much, but we reference it a little of Donald Trump. So I, I found I found a clip of Jay Leno interviewing Don Rickles, and it took my mind off of it. Uh. First, I want to play Letterman. This, and you'll love it. I love it how hard Len, uh, I, I adore how much Letterman adores Rickles. I also warms my heart that I think Rickles knows it. He knows it. Like Letterman adores Don Rickles, and I know that's a weird word to use. Except, of course, admire and all the other words. But I think he just genuinely makes him giggle, yeah. like me, and that's what the part of I love about Dave. So listen to Dave, and then why am I bringing this up? Well, I had to hear it, so why shouldn't I share it with the <laughs> listeners? I didn't purposely go out saying I'm going to find Jay Leno not being able to interview Don Rickles. <laughs> but what scares me? Play play Letterman first. <laughs> Give us, give us an idea how Las Vegas has changed in 51 well, years. Well, you know, in my day, it, well, my day, when I first started out, it was a lot of sand and a lot of guys that talked like, uh, hey, Frank, what do you want to do later? Yeah. <laughs> and these guys went to college. Uh-huh. Yeah, anyway, uh, <laughs> and they all sat around smelling their guns. And, uh... <laughs> Uh, 
All he does is keep laughing. Smelling their Hold guns. On, listen. Smelling, That's a, smelling their guns. I That's have, it. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, no, smelling the guys. There was a lot of wise guys. And then, mm-hmm. you know, everybody was Vito Bumbum, Charlie Barbarano, you know. Yeah. But it was great because if you wanted a cup of coffee. Today, if you want coffee or eggs, you've got to go, boom, four stamps, three vice presidents, two secretaries. Right. Before you get anything. Sure. In those days, they went, hey, give the kid whatever he wants. And then grab his daughter and twist her arm. <laughs> <laughs> To, to grab the daughter and twist their arm makes me laugh because I know what he means. It means they'd get you anything, but also they also don't do anything wrong. They'll twist your daughter's arm. Yeah. So I listened to Jay Leno, and this is Jay Leno in the beginning days. And why bring this up? I don't know. Maybe I have a sickness. But he doesn't even know. Right from the beginning, he goes, well, you'll hear everything about it's wrong, and he spars with them. And you don't do that. Most comedians know... You don't have to be taught what to do with Don Rickles. You naturally do it if you think he's as funny as everybody else. You just laugh hysterically, and you keep asking him questions. You ask him questions. Ask how Frank is. Ask questions that will annoy him if you're going to do anything. Not purpose. Not where it's so obvious, but just over-ask him questions. Over-ask him, you know. And then you laugh, and then you reset him up because nothing you're going to do is is going to be as funny as what he's going to do. So why get in the way of it now? If you're Katie Kirk, I understand. You think, oh, I thought you spar with him. I thought that's what you did. But a comedian, even though some people might not think that Jay, uh, 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 you know, his, they never liked his show. They never liked him on The Tonight Show. You still know he's a goddamn comedian. He is There's a, a com- reason he got the show. Yeah. And, and, but then I hear this and I go, oh, my God, what's wrong? What was wrong with him? Like, what happened? You might think, well, Todd, this has been over-talked. No, it hasn't. Not for me. Um... I want to know what's wrong, and, and we're going to play it. And then just everything about it just says, like, oh, gee, uh, I don't know why I'm doing this. <laughs> he has been a regular on The Tonight Show for many, 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 many years. He'll be performing. Play it over from the beginning. Listen to what he says up front, right from the beginning. The only unattractive person on the show is my next guest. Do you know him? <laughs> he has been a regular on The Tonight Show for many, many Many, many years. He'll be performing at the MGM Grand Hotel in Las Vegas, September 5th through the 12th, and at Caesars in Atlantic City, September 14th. So I'm going to let this breathe, an expression I like to use, so I'll sit back and enjoy it. But I, and I want to know honestly when you're done, am I smelling it right that I think that he's really annoyed? I think he's really annoyed. You think Rickles is annoyed? Yeah. Okay, cool. Through the 17th. Please welcome the one, the only, the legendary Don Rickles, ladies and gentlemen. I've been waiting an hour and a half backstage. You got through with your funny car bits. You looked a little nervous, Don. Were you nervous? No, I I, I was wonderful watching you crash into a fence. What funny stuff, really. Thank you. (laughs) An hour and a half of watching a blind guy how to go in traffic or some damn thing. 
I came out here. Hey, you, you invite guests and you stand out here for an hour and a half and you're cockamamie trick-or-treat little stories and gimmicks. No. And it's not going over. Forget about it, for crying out loud. Normally, no, normally. Normally. Normally, when we have a big star, we bring them right out. Yeah, well, sometimes you have to fill <laughs> I don't see the humor in that. <laughs> Look at the one in the back, in the back row, and that's hey, great, James. <laughs> We've got a smart, she-she crowd here. Look at they're all in their underwear. Well, Don, how have you been? Now, we had we... none of your business. <laughs> <how> <laughs> really? <laughs> and I don't want to wait that long next time, huh? You want to come out right away? That's right. I don't need to watch you work out with your little trick-or-treat stuff. Don't make it for crying out loud. <laughs> Bring out a guest and have a little class. Uh, Bring out a class. Kira Sedgwick, uh, Sedgwick, whatever. Yeah, yeah. She's backstage now doing push-ups, trying to keep her mind occupied. <laughs> anyway, good what to see you. What was her name again? I'm, I'm... Who cares what her name is? <laughs> Kevin Bacon's uh, Kevin Bacon's wife. What that's do right. I care? That's it. Well, you're Jewish. That's Kevin Bacon. What does so that got to do with? Well, what, I you take a name. Well, no, I figured it, it's Bacon, and that's a separate. What is this? A Nazi movie with Taylor? <laughs> <laughs> what's Jewish got to do? You know what? I don't want to listen anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry I did that to everybody. You know, there's nothing worse than listening to that for me. Well, this was sad a long time ago, but, you know. Well, I guess it's official. You ever hear this? We're now on Facebook. This is Garth Brooks. I really wasn't sure about this at the start. Oh, yeah, I remember. But then a friend of mine said something that just made all kinds of sense. She said, think of it more as a conversation. Oh, yeah, a conversation. I like that. But I'm already finding out on my own. So it's wiping the walls out between you and... You know what? I don't want to make fun of people anymore. <laughs> Not my show. You know what? Everybody's fine. Everybody does different things. Letterman likes to be a good interviewer. Jay doesn't get into it as much. That's okay. You know what I heard in that Jay interview? I know. Jay's not even relevant anymore. It's this. Hey, if anything, to show how on I am. The last 10 minutes was more about an illness I have than anything else. Not illness, but like... Come on, he's not even on the show anymore. Like, what do you? Why did I? Why did that clip bother me? Because I love Rickles so much, and it and it and I and it made me feel sad. Like, well, why wasn't Jay able to interview him? Like, Regis knows how to do it. Larry King knew how to do it. David Letterman knew how to do it. Uh, Smiley uh, Tavis Smiley knows how to do it. What didn't Jay? Like, what? 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 Is he okay? I, what I really meant was maybe we should go by his house and get some blood tests. Because just because he doesn't have to show anymore doesn't mean that I don't wish him the best of luck in his health. Maybe there's a maybe he had a, 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 an aneurysm. It could be. I think he was just nervous. He said it was early on. It was his first time having Rickles. He's probably afraid. He, he already had a young audience who he never changed. Rickles got more popular at post this man. Remember when he well, got older? That's when like. But that had already was, happened, right? But I mean, clearly his audience they were more for Jay than they were for Rickles because he'd set them up that way. Well, because that's his fault. I know. I when, when he got on Letterman, they let nervous. Letterman. Well, you know what? Actually, I don't mind defending. That's what I used. To, maybe you know what you could be right. But I wasn't a huge Jay fan. He came and did, popped in when I was headlining at the Improv one night, and the manager goes, "Hey, Jay Leno's going to come and do like some time." I go, "Cool." I go, "Is he going to just come, like come over and ask me, or what's going on?" And they go, "Yeah, right." And I was dead serious. Like I would think, like no matter how big I would get, if I was popping on the headliner show, I'd be like, "Hey, I'm just thanks for thanks for having me." And yeah, he, and he didn't, and I was just like, "Man, man, grew up two towns over from each other. Whatever, bro." Fuck him, right? And over no, Mass. I don't mean that. Mass, I, don't, I don't know. I'm sorry that I even brought it up. I'm having lunch with him tomorrow. I'll mention it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen. Here's what we're going to do. Do you want to play a game? Do you like games? I love games. I'm game all day. Okay. Do, and uh, So how about if we play a game? How, um, how long is this animal? L- let me ask you this first. Mm-hmm. Can we, do we have an, I'm sorry. By the way, John Brand Wagner is going to eventually punch me. I'm going to put the sound back over here. 
because that way when I forget to turn the volume up, you can reach over. Uh, he has the computer for people listening, and there is volume on the computer, but I have a little mini soundboard, not the big one that Aristotle has. I would like to one day, I know you like the control, but just eliminate that mini soundboard. Can I tell you something? I'm all up for it. It's something that, does that make you feel better? Because I get it why that's not good with my hand on it. I always turn the volume down. I forget to bring it back up. I see John looking at Aristotle. I'm going to end this all. We're going to take a day and redo the podcast studio, just the wiring, and that's something that will absolutely change when we do that. There'll be no more. that on the way here. Uh, uh, You're growing today. I'm trying. Well, you you know, know, I'm trying to think of you and your kid and the song you sang to him. I liked, yes, Duncan. Well, this is what people like about the Todd Glass show is like the raw stuff. <laughs> Wait a second, it sounds like we have a lot in common with Garth Brooks Where's his? What does he say? Well, I guess it's official We're now on Facebook I really wasn't sure about this at the start But then a friend of mine said something that just made all kinds of sense She said, think of it more as a Drag it a little later Can you drag it? Well, I guess it's Go ahead It's alright Don't be sorry I'm so sorry Marty finding out on my own so it's wiping the walls out between you and me, and I really like that. Wow. It allows us into each other's worlds, or I guess in my case, the hotel room. <laughs> when I think about things I want to post, what do you I want to post? post cool stuff. Wow. Slick stuff. Wow. Neat stuff. You sure, just like our show. Oh, so uh, I want to know more about your kids. There's no other songs you sing to your kids? I sing songs, yeah, all the time. I mean, I sing to them. I talk to them. You also make cool toys for them. <laughs> I do. I make cool toys. Like what? Give me an example. I made Splinter City in the backyard with like a a car ramp where the, you, my son can put his his cars down like an old like uh you know like Pinewood Derby ramp and then I made a Plinko board and I made a construction site. Well, 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 one thing at a time. And well, one thing at a time and then even before we get to that I have something. How does Aristotle know this? Probably cuz he went on my Instagram. And other podcasts. And other podcasts. Okay, okay cool. cool. So go Thanks, go the um go one one thing at a time. So you made this like oversized. Well, what happened was I went to this children's museum in New York with him, and I was like looking at like you know in a children's museum everything's so interactive, you mm-hmm. know, and I love like the idea of being interactive. And I was going to say this earlier, but you know you have so many things pre-planned in this. No, no, no. I'm good. Podcast. I'm all yours now. Do you notice my new inter- interview yeah, style? I know. I see it. Well, I'm professional. Um, but you would have really got along with my grandfather. He had so many. You you like gadgets. You're a gadget guy. I can see it. And this whole oh, room the, is so fresh. Can I tell you? I'm, I'm not a gadget person in my life. Just in the studio, I am. What I I'm love... saying is stuff that like that doorbell that's right there. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. Come in. He doesn't know it's there. It's so funny. Should I get him there too? Watch it. He does it. He gets so mad, and then you'll tell yourself. Come in. I do want to hear it. <laughs> I can't believe it. Just... It's open. <laughs> Dude, I, I locked it before we came. I know, I know, I know. Shut up. Just open the fucking door! <laughs> He's silly. Hold on, let me do it. Is it too mad? Should I do it one more time? Because he gets la- really last mad. Time, right? Last time. It slides! Don't push, it slides! Okay, so what were you saying? Well, you know, because I'm a guy that likes to live in the moment, so let's go off the doorbell. There's been a lot of break-ins in my neighborhood, so we got a new doorbell that when you press it, once you come by it, a camera goes on. It's like a camera in the doorbell. Right. So it goes on and senses. So I've been on the road, and every night when we're putting our son to bed, we read stories on the couch, and then we pick him up, and we go outside, and we say goodnight to the moon and goodnight to the palm trees and goodnight to his grandparents that live forever away, and then we go back inside. But since I would be on the road, every time they would step out the door, the... My phone would be get a notification that there's people movement outside your door, and I would pick up the camera and I'd see them, 
and then I can talk to him. And they did, he didn't know that I, I knew that. So, like, they would go outside, and i go, where you going, big boy? And then he would turn, and I'm like, what are you doing? And, and how I, old was he then? This was last week. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's so two like, and a half. He's yeah, two and a half. Yeah, he's two and a half. Right. And he thinks it's like, you know, we're like, I said to Kate, I'm like, we're just giving him magic. Like, he's seeing magic. You know what I mean? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. And, and, and I, like, I, I don't really, I don't have a hard stance on this, believe it or not. But I do understand. I heard somebody say that they don't want to uh, uh, even go so far to make their kids believe in Santa Claus. That, like, anything to make them not trust their instincts and i go oh, oh i never that would thought be a, of that in my life i know that would be a hard one for me too so it, it, i don't care about a- like creating santa we haven't like created him as a thing but i'm always going to create um majestic ideas the idea that like anything's possible that everything can be real right. that magic's real that like surprises happen he hides in a corner and we pretend he's invisible like and by the way always. i wasn't saying that in place of that because everything you're telling me just sounds like ways to keep their I'm minds not take as anything ex- personal yeah i do <laughs> um, I get annoyed at myself, uh, but uh, yours are all mind expanding things. Yeah, like, I like yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah. And um, what, what, you know what? You have a you have a, another son or a daughter? A daughter. Yeah. Sure, I ask good questions. I'm a fucking great interviewer. Yeah, people are so mad. Lano couldn't do this. He'd be like, <laughs> oh, "Your fucking daughter's a bitch, right?" Yeah, you know. Um, but uh, so about one of the games that you made. So you take him to this thing, and then there's... And the, I just, I realized, like, how much he's, like, reacting to it. I'm like, oh, I can make this stuff at home. So it was you the know? first thing you made at your house? I mean, I made a bunch of stuff, but when I made Splinter City, it's like... Splinter City sounds like yeah, child services might get called in. Yeah. And well, I don't mean to be... Uh, the whole point of Splinter City is if you don't leave with a splinter, you didn't have a good time. <laughs> Wait, is that, is that, that was, you made it up? Yeah, we got, my wife, like, drew it on the board, Splinter City, man. So why why how would they get the splinters? It wood things there. Yeah, they're... I don't sand anything down, so it's just got like rough <laughs> Shut edges. Shut up! You're not being. I honest. swear to God, <laughs> my son has had more splinters in his feet. He never wants to have shoes on. He runs around barefoot and there's rocks everywhere, and he loves it. <laughs> he loves it. That's how you build it up. You know, I used to say to my wife, like she'd stub her toe and she'd be like, "Ow!" And I'm like, "Does it still hurt right now?" And she's like, "No." And I'm like, "Then why do we say ow? Like we all react to pain, and we react to everything so much in this world. It's like if you just breathe for two seconds and let it go, you realize that your tolerance for pain is greater than you really know it is. We just say it because we want to react. So what people are you, ask, Joe okay? Hogstein or whatever that guy's name. I, I shouldn't have made is. a sarcastic joke. You're I, bearing you can your say soul. Whatever you no, want. I don't like being a bully because I'm a big guy. Forget with my tattoo, I could be scary. Yeah, <laughs> super no, that's scary. That's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. I don't give a shit. I don't even care. They tell me. I'm like, don't tell me. <laughs> Who's they? People. <laughs> so here's what I'd like to do. You know what? I, I actually have a, a, a some. I want to talk about James Adomi and, and uh, some of the. Imp- <laughs> Some of the impersonations that he does, and we're going to... Oh, he tr- does impressions? He does, he does, and he's a little mad at the show because we're doing them now. They're easier than I thought, but we, we'll so take a break. Easy, yeah. We'll take a break. I know you do some... I do all the ones he does, and that's why he's mad, and I don't want to get into it. We're still friends, but he's upset because he's like, oh, you know, you, it's my that's thing. This is like bread and butter. Exactly, exactly. Uh, you understand. You yeah, understand. yeah, yeah, I get it. Um, so we'll take a break. You know when you you know I have to pee. I'll be honest, and I think it's more than I think I have to. You know that feeling when you're like, "Wow, I really had to pee," and then you feel lighter. Oh yeah, it's the best. It is. It is one. It is a good feeling in life. Does everyone know what I mean? Yeah. You think, "Oh, I just have." I mean, no, no one's ever needed to pee, Todd. No, I mean, and then you have to pee, pee more than you thought. You didn't. Okay, you think I don't really have to pee that bad. I could wait an hour. But then you go to pee, and then you pee and a lot, you, and, and you're you like, pee. wow, I really had to pee. You I pee for an hour. This is my podcast. 
This is what I do. Yeah, this is. So just to clarify, we've covered farting and pee. Uh, you know what? You know what? I could edit that right out. <laughs> no, because that's not what my show is about. All right, listen. I don't even like that as a bit. Um, I will be singing Bare Necessities later, and so will you. I can't wait. Do you want to go first or second singing Bare Necessities? Uh, probably second, because I just want to I don't know the song. Perfect. I, I'll be more than happy to go first. Matter of fact, I think most people around here would want me to sing first. Am I right on that? You want me to sing now? Yeah. Yeah, do it now. Let me take a break. Let me take a break. No. Come on. Come on. Wait, we'll leave it up to Jay. Can I take a break and no, sing? No, you got to sing it now. What, what oh, come on. Break? Let me t- Christmas. <laughs> It'll be your Christmas and birthday present. I'll take it. And give me 50 bucks. You <laughs> yeah, this guy's really pushing it. He should shut the fuck up and be glad. You know what? Let's take a break. No, 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 no. You don't need to give me the 50. Um, all right, so we will take a break. I'm sorry about the peeing story. I know my show's better than that. I have higher standards. And um, and then we're going to play How Long Was That Animal Live? <laughs> oh, I can't wait for that. I'm oh. really good with numbers. I can tell you, remember the car thing? I'm good at that. I can okay. values of cars, you... values of houses, clothes. I can tell you probably how much you paid for that T-shirt. We only like have one. How much do you think I paid for this <laughs> I'm at not the gap? End of that talk. Okay. Let's go. Okay, so here, I'll ask you one because we we don't we only have this with one of the animals. Everyone else is just how long do they live in nature? Mm-hmm. But this one we know the answer to. Do we have an intro to this? Actually, do we have something? It's our new intro music. Let's go with the guy singing it. Look for the bad necessities. The, the simple, simple bad necessities. Forget about your worries. Okay, so only for one. Then we're going to take a break and okay, play yeah. the. So only because we have this in one. A squirrel in captivity versus nature. How long do you think it lives in, in, uh, in captivity? How long can it survive in captivity? Yeah, how long Is would it like most likely live at a squirrel at the zoo? Where it's protected. Just, just lifespan. Oh, okay. Lifespan at the zoo. Not that it's good life for it. I get it. It's better in nature if it lives shorter. That's not the point. Man, uh, squirrels are tough. I don't know really the lifespan. I know, I'm going to say 12 years. 12 years at the zoo. Uh, no, that yes, at the zoo. At the zoo. How much if they're just out in nature? I'm going to say, oh, God, 27. Oh. <laughs> yeah. N- no, it's the, you threw me. It's the opposite. It's they. I thought you knew that it's always shorter in 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 the nature. Well, what I'm saying, Todd, is I took a stance for against zoos. Is what I did. <laughs> you did. Yes, I did. Well, how's that taking a stance against a zoo? Give an animal a chance to live in its own habitat, and maybe he'll well, learn aren't... to survive. And guess what, Todd? <laughs> and guess what, Todd? No, actually, not... I like zoos, but actually, no, they're bad. Um, what but, I'm but, saying is... But this is, is not... The point isn't... I already prefaced it. It's not about, oh, they should put all animals in the zoo because they live longer. You blackfish. An animal can have a shorter life in nature and still be happier. That's not the point. The point is there is an answer to this question. It's not, it's not a, a, a dissertation or anything. There is a, they know, because they've done studies, how long an animal is at the zoo. And you want me to tell you, or do you want to regain? You know what I want? I don't want you're you to tell me game. what's right and wrong of how I answer a question, Todd. No, you're joking. I know you're not being kidding. I know you're kidding. You know what do I'm doing. Do you, Todd, or yes. do you not? I know exactly what you're doing. How long do you think an animal would live at the zoo? As a squirrel? How I'm long sticking would it my... Just tell me the damn answer you want to tell me. I don't like your attitude. Even as a bit, I think it's a little much. <laughs> okay. But you're, you get a lot of listeners. See, I have to treat you different because you have a lot of people. When you're on the show, it's not just our listeners that listen. You have a tremendously 
Well, I'm probably not going to promote this. Well, either do. <laughs> don't worry. We don't either. Um, we don't even have a podcast. I lost it. Is this isn't real. No. Um, in the zoo, they could go up to eighteen to tw- eighteen years as an as an average age of zoo. In okay. regular life, like you know, eleven months. Eleven months. Yeah, wow. That, that proves how hard it is just to live. Which also proves how great it would be if, like, if you look at the zoo as like. Uh, what we have with pharmaceuticals and what we have with um, technology and science, and we wouldn't have this overpopulation. I think the squirrels have it right. Well, you're prob- that, at that point, you're There's right. There's too many people. Well, That's that- why we have so many dumb people in the world. Well, why do you have to be mean? It's not being mean. I'm Maybe I take a shot at information. I take a shot at Jay Leno, but you got to go after the whole <laughs> world. <laughs> You're going after a guy who retired 11 years ago. This son of a bitch. It wasn't 11. Like Rickles needs You're it. right. And at least I admit that. And I, by the way, for the record, to George Carlin. I have to figure out myself when we're on break. I could do it live, but I think it would be boring why I needed to play that. I think I know why, but I don't totally know why. But I'll explain it when we take a break. When we come back, we'll see if we can put a reason why I felt the need to play that clip on the show. Well, who gives a shit? There's it's no been... reason. There's no fucking reason. Well, there maybe there is. That's and by the way, just like, there's no, just like there's no right answer for your squirrel answer, which by the way, there is. I didn't ask you where an animal was happier. We agreed upon that. I never said where one was happier. Well, yes, you did. Did I, Todd? This or is did the you? Jay Larson that uh, drives me up the goddamn wall. He just turned argumentative. There's no way I can read you right now. <laughs> don't I... try to. Let's just do I don't try to read you. Exactly. And that's what I've been trying to tell you ever since we met. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's, that's the answer. Yeah. That's the answer. Let's... So do you, do you want to take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. Are you okay? I'm you, great. You feel good? Oh, my gosh. No, do you feel good right now? About what? About being here. About being here? Yeah. Let me see what time it is. We're happy that you're here. Yeah, I feel all right. What time is it, actually? I'm not telling. I don't usually ask. <laughs> it's you like the casinos. Know. There's no clocks yeah, on the there walls isn't here. here. I don't want people knowing what time it is. Yeah. Um, why don't we, the, the, the gentleman who sings it that sent it in did a great job. Why don't we take a break to get us ready for how long does this, the new one is just how long they live in the nature. I love this. Hippo, can you look up Hippoponymus? Just uh, so the audience has something to look forward to. Um, so we'll do a little bare necessities. And maybe, uh, J.J., if you find a place. But I'm going to soak this song in uh, and enjoy it. Because I think it has a lot to do with life right now. I think this song is necessary. Look for the bare necessities. The simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your strife. I mean the bare necessities of Mother Nature's recipes that bring the bare necessities of life. This new game has a wherever I wander, wherever I roam, I couldn't be fonder of my sweet home. The bees are buzzing in the trees, making honey just for me. If you look under the rocks and plants, then take a glance at the fancy ants. Maybe try a few. The bare necessities of life will come to you. Wow, it's like I can sing, I guess, if that trumpet played. that I take credit for that trumpet. That's part of my singing. 
Um, well, no, no, it's just what it is. It's professional. So uh, let's guess two animals. Do we have some intro music to this? Uh, to this? Oh, perfect. It almost sounded like Bear Necessities there. It is. Oh, it is? It's having a good ear, I guess. I didn't know J.J. knew how to play the trumpet. Look how quick he gets it. Play from the beginning again. I want to see J.J. No pressure at all. No pressure at all. You start it from the beginning, like, over and over and over again. See how long it takes J.J., like, by ear to figure it out. Yeah. Is that too much pressure for you? You could take ten times. There's no rules, you know. Here we go. From the beginning. Go ahead. One more time. From the beginning. Shut up. Let's do it again from the beginning. Shut up. I mean, wow. you would think that we're, like, fucking with people. No, no, no. Like, that's, I Jen, know. that's true I'm George here. Carlin. Right. <laughs> I'm here. I know. <laughs> but it's just amazing. It's amazing. I know, I know. It's a good thing. You know, in. my niece has perfect pitch. Watch she your has, mouth. That's not nice to say about a kid. Listen to me. She's got. She, she's high functioning Asperger's, but and she has per, one of the, she has perfect pitch. It's unbelievable. Any note, she's like boom, boom, boom. How old is she? She's sixteen or seventeen. See, that's another reason we don't want to go back to the way things used to be. How about how much we know about kids that have uh, Asperger's, and if you catch it early, what a child might have gone through thirty years ago that had that versus. How much more we know, and I hope we know more in five years and more and more and more and more and more. But right now, think about the life of a kid with Asperger's today when dealt with early and properly versus 40 years ago. I know. Being hit unnecessarily. Even if you believed in hitting, that child should not be being hit, and that kid was hit too. I don't think anybody would now know if we knew what we knew back then. Even if you believed in hitting, would you go, oh, why don't you hit that child? Well, that child has Asperger's. He wouldn't understand. So I know. I think no kid should be hit. But you understand my I point, totally, especially a child that has Asperger's. That yeah. The last thing any child needs to be done. But yeah, I, I, I made my point. But anyway, so uh, hippo. Did you look up hippo? I did. Did you Can want I get some intro music? Sure. What is the average lifespan of the hippopotamus? Wow. Average lifespan. You can do some live, want some live thinking, uh, bare necessities music on the trumpet, like is, as we're thinking. Is this zoo and nature? Mm, no, this is, is nature. just nature. Yeah. Just nature. Is, is, so am I to answer this right now? Oh, I like it. John Brand Wagner got some good. Is this, is this literally on the guitar? Oh, this is great. Talk about our answer music. So, yes, a hippopotamus. How long does it just live in nature? Do you want to go first or last? You're the guest. You get I'll to... go first. Wow, very professional. I'll say, uh, I'll say, I'll say, thirty-five years. 
A hippopotamus. Mm-hmm. Why do I get so much joy out of these games? We had guessed what candy, what, what year was invented. <laughs> I, I just love, love it. that no one has an expertise on this, but you act like a, a hippopotamus. Okay, all right. Yeah, let, no, guys, let's let him go. Let's let him go. Wait, wait. I mean, we know this, though. We looked it up. I don't just guess Oh, you the know answer. the answer wait, as well? Know? Oh, no, I don't know the answer, but exactly. I know actually. Oh, yeah, but I'm trusting we, we Google it. So it's not I like I'm making that. You, you acted like I was making up what, how long it was. No, I'm not saying that at all. What, what, what I'm saying? saying is yes, I'm listening. you don't know the answer. Answer, no. And most people aren't an expert at this, but the way you responded to my answer was as if you were an expert. Like, oh, oh 35 years. Okay. Oh, right. No, okay. no, no. I, I was just taking it in. Like, I'm trying oh. to learn from everybody. Okay, 35 years. There's a reason Jay's saying this, maybe. Mm-hmm. So 35 years for a hippopotamus. Oh, no, no. I get it now. I get it now. Like It sounded like I was like, 35 years. I think he's going <laughs> to. He, he doesn't know like I know. But you get it now. 35 years. Okay, yeah. As long as you. Uh, what do you say? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> How long do you think a hippopotamus would live? Nature. No, just this is just nature. We don't have the squirrel was the only one we could find both. Seventeen years, hippopotamus. Jay said thirty-five. Aristotle. I was going to say eighteen. So you say eighteen years. Uh, John Brand Wagner says seventeen years. I haven't guessed yet. Uh, Duncan, nice and loud. Can I get some intro music? Uh, it's playing. I, it's it's playing. And would you like thinking music too? Yes, please. Okay, thinking music. Can I also get some trumpet? Well, I'm gonna save it for me to be honest. I hate to be a jerk. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm really gonna save that for me. But thank you. Uh, okay, so go ahead. Um, Forty three years. Forty three. Wow. I don't know why I say wow. I just like mm-hmm. uh, all the different answers. Uh, Gay, uh, JJ, would you like to guess? Yes. Twenty seven years. Uh, uh, a hippopotamus. By the way, they're adorable babies. There's a video online of a hippopotamus playing with a dog. Or did I make that up? No, it really is. You put unlikely animal friendships. It's the most beautiful thing you can see on the planet. If you want to remind yourself of uh, uh, that uh, different animals playing with each other, watch that video. <laughs> a guy tries to make it have the, some meaning. The bear uh, and the deer is pretty great. The bear and the deer is ridiculous. <laughs> And that was a, f- a movie. And, it, and it's also my favorite children's oh. book. Oh, I guess now we should talk about how great Rory Scovel is. <laughs> I mean, that's all anybody wants. Come on. Come on. No, stop it. Fuck Rory Scovel. What? Fuck Rory Scovel. No. Fuck Rory Scovel. Fuck. Fuck Rory Scovel. Fuck Rory Scovel. I can't really fuck start. Fuck Rory Come on, guys. He's a friend of mine. This is bullshit. This is bullshit. Roy Scovel is a friend of mine. No, I don't get it. I don't know what's going on with my podcast audience, but that's rude. So, okay, now I'm going to guess. A hippopotamus. This is so much fun. Why do I enjoy this so much? I don't know. It's easy. It's like police ride-alongs. Adrenaline without me having to move. It's like skiing without this shit part of climbing back up that goddamn mountain when it's freezing cold. That's why I like police ride-alongs. It's all the adrenaline rush sitting on in your fat ass. What's your answer? Oh, don't I'm you. dying to know. Okay, I me too. Well, I'll tell you the truth. Did you need intro music? Oh yeah, I wouldn't mind some. Can I get some trumpet in mine? Because I like to make a big deal about my answer here from the top. I'm going to go with 18 years. Someone said that. They did. Who's? That. Oh, well, can't we both so, guess the same? I mean, we could. We also okay. did. Yeah, you did it. 1799. 
<laughs> How do you like that? <laughs> Quick, seventeen oh, months. Seventeen. Uh, seventeen um, years, eleven months, and twenty-eight days. Oh. Okay. So. The hippopotamus lives to be. Wow, I'm nervous. Forty years. What? Oh, Who was right? Thirty-five, I guess. You guess there. Forty-two. Wow. Yeah, but he went over. We're not playing Price is Right rules. Yes. Well, we didn't make that a rule on this show. As much fun at home as we're having here whistling. Um, I, I'd like to concede. <laughs> oh, that's I like to see two people get along. That's great. Okay, so here's what else we're gonna do. And then it's we gotta be to a bigger a... deal, you know, coming within five years. Well, you know what? Do you want? Do you want? <laughs> no, that's totally fine. The winner, the concession between. Duncan Carey and Jay Larson from the Crab Fest. I mean, I just, I don't want to be the one to say it. I should just probably let it go. Should I just let it go? No, don't. I should say it or should I let it go? Do you feel you were wronged? I just want, I'm asking, it's it's not related to that. Should I say it or let it go? Should should I say it or let it go? Is that a good game? It is a game. Yes. Oh. Would um, you like intro music? No. Would you like intro music? No, yeah, I'm going to say. I, yes, I would love some intro music. Okay, what do we not, have? It's, I'm gonna, it's a new game. I need Let's something play the other. That. I need something a little. Oh, I know what you need. I know what you need. And it's going to be... I got a new game. Uh, it's uh, America the Beautiful. Welcome to Should Todd Be oh, In... I have a better idea. Use that phone over there. You're going to love the f- sound that gives your voice. And then start all over. Go ahead. Welcome to Should Todd Be Embarrassed Now or Later. Wait, you're going to tell me something that's going to embarrass me? Yeah. Wow, I want to know now. You want to know I right shut now. that music off pretty quick. What did I do wrong? My Why podcast is called The Crab Feast, and twice you've referred to it as Crab Fest. Well, I think uh, the courts would forgive me. Ooh, he got oh, would, they? Oh. would they? Would they? Oh! He said he doesn't even know. Get him in the crank, you see? Nah, it's not like that. It's not like that. got Rod. It's not like that. It's not like that. It's just disrespectful is what it is. No, it's it's not like that. No, I'm I'm not like that. No, I'm not immature like that. I don't even care. I'm not like that. I'm, it's not. A you heard it here first. Todd Grass doesn't care. I do. I said it. Can I tell you something? I'm. I was so happy that. <laughs> I was happy that it wasn't that bad. It, that's like Caroline. Caroline. That's all you're talking. No. Not at all. Oh, really? Crab feast, crab fest. You think? Oh, spelt differently. Is I know. Caroline, Caroline. On paper, you're right, but in sentiment and heart, you're way off. <laughs> I got him good, huh? That motherfucker. Uh, what I was saying was, it's not like where anybody would go. Like, if somebody was on your show, and let's say I called you by the wrong name, even that, I would forgive anybody for any if it's a glitch in their head. But if, if, if crab feast, if someone said. How about Todd Glass? He had Jay Larson on. He kept saying crab fasting because of freeze. People are going to go, okay, that's understandable. Oh, okay. We'll find out. No, it doesn't mean I will No, we'll find out when the when the reviews come up from, oh. from the fans of the crab feast. I'm okay. just saying, if we here, talk about people going to listen, here. if I introduce you as Todd Grass, you know what I mean? Okay. But it wasn't a mistake. First of all, I would forgive you. You know what I do when people mess up my name? What do you do? How often does that happen, Todd? It happens less as you're more as you're in the business longer. But but, but I will what tell would you they this. say? 
they they call you uh, Tom. You know, and I mean, I've been you know, I've been Glass. doing comedy a long time. Yeah. So what I always think the thing to do is <laughs> they already feel bad. Most people when they mess up your name, unless you're dealing with people that are sick or have a psycho a, 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 a disorder. Uh, and then you shouldn't be taunting a person like that anyway. So I always figure if somebody gets my name wrong, they already feel horrible. So I feel it's my job to make them feel good. And the first way I go about doing that, if somebody would forget my name or maybe uh, think I was on a show I wasn't, like they get a fact about you wrong and they, they get uncomfortable, I always think, how does that make me feel? I always feel shitty when I do that. That's probably how they feel. I will do everything in my power to make that person feel good. And the first thing I do is I let them know. I go, no, 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 believe me, I did it before. I tell them a story how when I screwed up somebody's name, so right away they feel better about it because you're sharing a story with that. But then, you know, you want to go about it your way, mm -hmm. uh, making me feel horrible about who I am. And can I tell you the truth? And yeah. I'm glad I have a safe word on this show, potato salad. I, that, that Hollywood Bridge was looking pretty good tonight to go over there. And the <laughs> what, what Hollywood Bridge? I don't know. I didn't want to make it a real bridge because I didn't want to make the bit too sad. So I made up a Hollywood Bridge. I figured it's like twenty feet. You can live. Oh, if you, it's, I didn't want to make. I didn't want to. But I did. But I. Oh, so I think your listeners I, and I think they're good people. Genuinely, no, that great. sounds like yeah, a little cheesy, people. but you know what I mean. I think if they're not looking to play games or take sides, mm -hmm. and by the way, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I'm asking them to go without. Look, obviously we're overthinking this, but try to overthink it and not thinking about it at all. Crab feast, crab fest. It's no matter what it is, I want to learn it, but no one's going to go like, oh, like it, it's like if, it's like I don't think it's the same as getting my, your first name wrong. No, because it's the name of your. I don't reference you as your show's name, so there's a different type of pressure to know your name. Versus Do you know how much time you've name. dedicated to this so far? Well, I have to. I have to make the shows long. I'm looking for anything I can to stretch it out. <laughs> sure, you think if I don't have this story, what else am I going to close with? I gotta, I'm stretching out anything I have. That's why do you think I play these intro songs to, to try to stretch yeah, it no, out? Yeah, no, I get it. I have a great way to close the show today. I would and we're going to do a, a little after show because there's so many people here. We figure we'll do an after show. You're going to do a show. And I'll, I will really talk up your opening. I appreciate when it, you're shooting it. Oh, and I'll do it right in the beginning. And no one fi 15 seconds forwards my openings. I've done a survey <laughs> because I know how to make it interesting. Other people, oh, stamps.com. Get the, you know hey, what, stamps, stamps, stamps? 15 seconds. Yeah, they called me stamps.com. You know what I told them? What? I said, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> I'm not going to start advertising stamps on my show. Wait, like, they showed up at your door? They, wanted, they want us to be an advertiser. Sure, I think it's a great product, but I ain't going to advertise it. I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah it works. It, yes, it, it is true that it is great. But after that, I could give a fuck. Yeah. Everything they say is true. I don't give a shit still. I might have to edit this out. No, why? I'm saying good <laughs> things about them. I, well, I'm saying that I'm, everything... I know, but I'm just kidding. No, okay. Well, edit it out. It makes me my show look cooler. <laughs> if I have to edit things out, look, I'm edgy. Um... <laughs> So, uh, hold on, I'm, I'm going to do my show here. Oh, so your listeners, crap, feast. Let's say, I, can I change my answer? I apologize. <laughs> Good Lord. I don't even know what we're talking about. Crap, feast, crap, fest. Yeah. It was the big crap, feast, crap, fest debacle of 2016. 2016. Thank you. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to call one person mm -hmm. out of your phone. Just let's do it. And then we're going to end part one of the show. Uh, by uh, having you uh, sing a little, uh, let's do some bare necessities in the room. Maybe we'll you'll start. We'll all sing. Are you game for that? I'm game for whatever. Oh, I like that. And I want your special. I want you to go to his special, folks. I want the presence of this show there. It'll be a good energy. I had it for my special, and I want Jay to have it for his. Like I want 
you to go. I know what all the reason I over preface you might think if they're not if they're going to go they're going to go. That's not true. Sometimes you can tell someone do it. Like fucking put it in your calendar. Yeah. First of all, you get to do a good thing by bringing an energy which I think is valuable. Uh, well, you, just, you want comedy people in the room because their minds are expandable. You know. Yeah, and they and they. It's it's uh, uh if if. 40. I'm going to tell you this right now. It's just going to be a special night. It's going to do material. I'm going to do material that you wouldn't hear normally in a comedy club. It's you know, it's going to be it's going to be special. It'll be great to have comedy fans there. You know, can I? See, oh no, I was going to say if your kids are your kids going to be. Um, I mean, hopefully they might be backstage, and then my wife will take them home, or we'll get a nanny so my wife can be there. You know, I'd love to have them there with me. I'm you fool around with your nanny? That's what I heard people do. <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm, I try to be I try to be open minded. Um, so do you want to? Who can we call? Do you want to prank call someone out of your phone? Let's prank. Let's prank Scoville. Let's see. Try call Roy Scoville. Yeah. But I'm gonna call him. On, what do you want to call him on speakerphone? Yeah. Okay. Call him on speaker. And then you get bare necessities ready. He's kind of. He's not like bright. <laughs> anyway, you know what I mean? Like he's not. He's really not that bright. I will fuck you in the morning. Fuck you late at night. Fuck you while the moon or the sun is shining. Come on, John. That's when you play it. Um, so what do we do? We're just calling him. What are we gonna do? I will fuck you in the morning. How's this? Fuck you late at night. Fuck you while the moon or the sun. Come on, John. John Brandwagner. How does that make sense to play that while he's dialing the phone? No, honestly. Yes, I wanna fuck you. All right. <laughs> um. Yeah, call Rory Scovel. See if we he picks just, up. We're just going in blind. Or what are we yeah, doing? Yeah, we're going blind. Who cares? And we're edgy. The, okay. So we just do pr- bad prank. Bad prank. Like the worst prank in the world. Does he know you're here, or am I just going straight out? I, I don't think he'll know. Will he pick up? The mean game is see if he... Steve Fine Arts won't let us call anybody, because then he's afraid they won't pick up. It'll make him look bad in the business. <laughs> do you ever see Rory's um, Instagrams with his kids? Yeah. Your call has been forwarded. Why don't we just give his number out instead? Yeah. (laughs) We should teach him a lesson. We should teach him a lesson. Uh, I want to ask you one more question. Is there anything you want to ask me? (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Where are you going to do a show right now? Um, Like Highland Park. Wow. Where? What's the name of the show? It's the... um, This is live. uh, David Hasselhoff. Is it really? Uh, hour. Do you guys know that show? No. no. But I like the it's name really of good, it. It's a really good show. It's fun. But I'm just going to run my hour. So, Where is it at? Uh, I believe Highland Park. Wait, you're going to do your whole hour tonight? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to get you out of here with night, so you can get there with a clean head. Well, I didn't know you were going to run your whole hour. Rod Stewart Live. I'm sorry. Rod uh, Stewart Live. Same. Mm-hmm. How about uh, Garth Brooks? He's so sweet. La Quivita Bar. Garth Brooks was on Kimmel recently. Who? Jimmy Kimmel? Who was on? Garth Brooks. How he was he? He sits in with the band. He sits oh, he in with does? the band, yeah. How's he looking? He, I don't, he looks all right. I heard he needs to trim down a little. <laughs> uh, no, it's just what the people on the street are saying. <laughs> he did. What's, he did. What, what, I got, I, 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 what got into me? <laughs> um, all right, so we'll do a little, uh, you know, we'll flip that around. John, you're doing a great job. I don't think John, I think John really does put too much pressure on himself. Like, I picture John Brand Wagner going home, laying in bed, and going, Why Oh, I get to sing right Why now. didn't I know where the pause button was? Why don't I just pay attention sometimes? Todd wanted the, the guitar plucking bare necessities, not the 
JJ play along with the trumpet Bear Necessities. He wanted the 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 the, the jazz version of Bear Necessities, not the uh, the harmonica j- uh, Bear Necessities. How come I couldn't know Todd wanted the YouTube of a clip he found a guy humming the Bear Necessities, but I accidentally played the the the, the polka jazz the version of uh, the Bear Necessities. Hey, this, oh. this is my this is my what? Can I just get this call from my wife right sure. now? Sure. Hey, babe. Can no, you put yeah, it? No, it's still dragging on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'll call you on the way. All right, bye. <laughs> is this me? Sure it is. Put some reverb in his in his mic if you don't. And just have fun with it. Look for the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your strife. I like. I mean, the bare necessities are Mother Nature's recipes that bring the bare necessities to life. Wherever I wander, wherever I roam, I couldn't be fonder of my big home. The bees are buzzing in the trees to make some honey just for me when you look under the rocks and plants you see oh maybe a few the bare necessities of life will come to you can i try it yeah go they'll come to you look for the oh this is harder than i thought necessities the simple bare necessities forget about your worries and your strife I mean the bare necessities, that's why a bear can rest it is, and just can bear necessities of life. Come on in! And beep, beep, beep! I play the trumpet, watch. Beep, 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 beep! I can play the trumpet. I have a good mouth trumpet. Go ahead. Can you put some reverb? Wait a second. That was JJ, not you. Even necessities of well, will come to you. Our guest, everybody, was Jay Larson from hey. from the uh, from the show, nice. the crap, the Creek Feast, Crap Feast. Great to be here. This has been a real honor. I, uh... I'm going to give you the final word. <laughs> I love being here, buddy. This was great. You guys are all a lot of fun. Come back in with the song. All right, everybody. We're going to end by singing the song to him that we wrote. You knew that, right? We wrote a song for you. Oh, man. You want to hear it? Yeah, I'd love to. JJ, you rehearsed? Yeah. Here we go. Can we get some reverb in our mic? This is our goodbye to you song. We, we, we really put a lot into this. Are we ready? Goodbye, Jay Larson. You were fun on the not the things you wear it's not the way you do your hair but it's you 